You're listening to The Incomparable's Total Party Kill podcast, where a group of friends play Dungeons & Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode 25 for July 2014. Death to all statues. I'm Jason Snell. I play Peter. Monty Ashley is Melech. Steve Lutz is Alestrin. Serenity Caldwell is Cat. Sarah Barber plays Rizwin, and Erica Ensign plays Flessa. Our dungeon masters are Dan Morin and Tony Sindelar, and when we left our adventurers last time, they were being lowered into a pit deep in the depths of the Undermountain. It's pretty dark in here. I light a torch. Excellent choice. Um, You see a number of things. There are some old dented and rusty shields that are hung on the walls, there's a lot of things scrawled on the walls as well. Some of them you can kind of make out are, are prayers for mercy. Some of them are curses against monsters. Or a good time call. Are there any pictures? There are some very, very crude pictures of monsters, like stick figures, monsters, and adventurers. Um, some of them might be warnings. It's hard to tell. Some of them are very faded. They've been written in a variety of things. Chalk, dirt, some of them in blood. Um, perhaps some in other more exotic substances. <laughs> Now, when you reach the bottom, you notice that there were... You, you might requ- recall that there were six adventurers who went down uh, before you. Mm-hmm. Um, several of them are in this room. Most of them are dead. Most of Just them? Just most of them? Let's rummage through the bodies. Um, uh, you'd say it. of the ones who were uh, most recently gone down, there are f- uh, four here, three of whom are dead. And uh, the last one, one of you in the torchlight catches what seems like a glimpse of his eyelids fluttering weakly. He's a human. He's lying against the wall, and his fingers seem to be loosely gripped around the pommel of a sword that is in turn jammed into what appears to be a a crack in the wall, and upon closer examination, appears that it might be some sort of concealed door. I run over (sighs) to the guy and say, friend, what happened to you? He appears to be unconscious. Can I go heal him? You can certainly attempt a heal check to see if you can bring him around. I will do that. Uh, my heal is a lot. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Does that was that your roll of twenty? Uh, hold no, on. that was her last roll. Oh, twenty-five. Wow. Okay, you're on fire. So yeah. he seems to start to uh, to come around as you apply a soothing compress to his forehead. S- standard adventurer kit. <coughs> 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 You okay? Oh, that was not that was not how that was supposed to go. What happened? I they came through the the walls at us. We were just the walls. getting settled and checking our equipment and then they were all around us. There was so much blood. Mm. <sighs> Ooh, what what came through the walls? Goblins. Goblins. And some kobolds. Mm. <clears throat> I've okay. never seen a goblin before. We'll have to green uh, watch and disgusting. I have. Some of them are nice. Kinda. I probably killed like five or six before they got me. There are very few goblin corpses in this room. <laughs> uh, is the basket still down? It is. No? Uh, yeah, we haven't hollered yet to set it up, so. Okay, I, up. I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah, I, I make sure that I'm not gonna injure him by pulling him, and then I You're not pull him over the convinced basket. entirely that he is he can be moved safely at this point. It's hard really? to really even with my healing skill. You yeah, did this- heal him and bring him around, but he also does have what appears to look like the result of several sword thrusts through his torso. So uh-huh. he's seen better days. There's a lot of outside stuff that but, you know. But if we the only problem is like if he stays here, he's probably just going to be eaten. If we so. send yeah, if we I send up like all the bodies, safer. they'll have nice, perfectly measured coffins waiting for them. <laughs> well, that means that's no true. Okay, uh, I'm going to be as careful as possible and hold move on, him hold over. on. Before you do that, let's let's see if we can ask him what what were you guys coming down here to do? Fame and fortune. What what would anyone be here for? Do you have a map? Well, well I done. Don't have a map. Load him up. <laughs> Why wouldn't they have a map? There's yeah, a Peter, don't you want to say a prayer over him or something? Anybody who would come out down here without a map is an idiot. I hope people are as pushy as to you when you're dying. Peter, <laughs> load him. You... Load him up. Hopefully, he'll survive the trip up the basket, and then we should also load in his friends' uh, bodies too. Yeah, oh, he'll he enjoy seems... that. 
greatly insulted by your words, but the best he can do is cough blood in your direction. <laughs> I pick up the bodies and toss the, the dead bodies and toss them in the basket. Be careful. Uh, and then you just toss the injured guy on top dead. of them? No, You're no. Making this guy right off on a, pot, on a be... mattress of corpses? Yeah. Well, he, better that than them on top of him. <laughs> mattress of corpses was the worst. Are you not a holy man? How do you show such disrespect for these not people? Not as holy as this guy. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel it's very important that they be returned to the surface and buried properly. And there's room enough in the basket. There was room enough to lower six of us. There's room for the bodies on the side and, and him in the little corner. Also, he's not looking too good. Yeah. I don't understand why they can't just be considered buried right now. They're underground. It's not the same. Come on. Haven't you ever lived underground? They're going to be like squirrels no. and stuff eating them down here. I'd really rather that not happen. I think we ought to send him up. Yeah. So I, I make sure that they're all comfortable, and I, I leave him with, like, some gauze or something. <laughs> and then say, like, press here. Just, you know, don't. It'll be okay. Bring him up. He seems he seems to kind of kind of flail as you try to move him and is worried that um, he's, he's kind of, you know, he's, he's barely able to move, but he's he's kind of twitching with his arm in the direction of the sword that he's jammed into the wall and seems, you know, distressed at the idea that, that, that he might lose his spot there. Does somebody want to grab his sword for him? Don't uh, move the sword! Don't let, Why not? Don't let the door close. It, we might need that. What she said. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. That's where they came from. They, they took my friends with them. We'll try and get your friends out. And you lower him into the basket... And tug on the sort of rope attached to it, and and somewhere up there, Dernan starts winding the basket up again. There's a lot of blood dripping down from the underside. Of I it stand aside. <laughs> Goodbye, basket. I'm gonna yell up, surprise! So okay. you might notice um, as you cast around with your torches that, in fact, not only is there a door there, but you do notice there is what appears to be a trail of blood. Uh, a rather significant trail. Of Who blood. needs a yeah, map? Of Where's blood. it go? Where's it go? Going now you which would way? notice there are. Uh, it seems to be heading the, the secret passages, kind of on the northern side of the well. Uh, okay. There are several pr- more kind of obvious standard passageways off of the well. It seems to be kind of a, a foyer in the undermountain um, that hmm. bit, that adventurers would descend into here and go off on various hallways. But perhaps this secret passage that. Uh, uh, our friend had propped open uh, was a lesser-known entrance into uh, the halls of Undermountain, and perhaps you were about to tread down pathways that are less explored than others. Can I can I use engineering to see if that would actually be a good idea? Yes. All right. Seven sixteen. It seems like a grand me? idea. <laughs> all right. Best idea you've had all day, guys. I think we should go that way. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. All right, is, can we look at his sword? Is his sword good, or is it just a regular crappy sword? It's kind of in a right angle now from having propped <laughs> ah, open the secret passageway. So sword, got it. It's only good for fighting certain types of monsters at this point. Mainly I, triangles. Around I investigate around the door to see if there's, like, a thing I can press. Well, the door does it. seem to be kind of propped open. Like, you could think you could lever it open um, with, a, with a solid strength check. One of you might be able to lever it open and and get it so that it's wide enough for the rest of you to get through. I'll give it should a shot. We, strong, should yeah. we check the door for terrible things first? Oh, that's probably a good idea. That is an instinct well, that will serve you well mm-hmm. in the Undermountain, where everything is trying Basically, to kill you. Crack Who can even find the doors. How much terrible could be in a crack? Who can find traps? Who's good at that? Uh, I bet I might be able to, maybe. Could you, could you take a look, Blossom? Sure. Worth a shot. What? Just be careful. That would be perception, Erica, if you wanted to find a trap. If you found a trap and wanted to disarm a trap, you'd probably roll something like thievery. So theoretically, probably any of you with with eyes might be able to find traps, but I suspect that... uh, Or nose. The nose always knows. Yeah. (laughs) Smell-based traps. Um, But I suspect that uh, uh, Fusa is probably the best at diffusing traps. um, I get distracted way too easily when I'm looking for stuff, so it's... You're not okay. you don't you're not a, you're not good at looking for a long time. It's very focused bursts. It's kind of your Rizwin was that your I attempt have a at looking solid perception. I can tell. That was look. my attempt at looking for traps. It's even with your torchlight it's pretty dark. Um so you honestly don't know. Anyone I'll, else? I'll, can you see I'll anything? I'll look too. Wait a minute. I've got elf uh, eyes. I can't I can see, see anything. In the dark. 
Also, someone someone lit a torch, which totally ruins your low light vision. Oh, that's nice. I will note that um, those of you who are um, standing within five of Olestrin will get a plus one bonus to perception. One perception bonus. And those and those of you standing within ten of Cat, I believe, get a small diploma bonus to diplomacy. The bonus for Olestrin is based on the idea that when you're standing at him, you don't really want to look at him, so you look at other things better. (laughs) Ah, nice. Okay. Really so, cool, DM. Really cool. According to our map, we're just standing in the middle of a pit. So mm-hmm. you know, indeed. Sorry, this is this is. We don't really have a particular map for it's this. It's a pretty portion. epic pit, though. Yeah, all you're right. way down there. You're at the I'm bottom. I'm sure we're all pretty close to okay. each other at this point. This is Peter, where history is made. Peter, you are pretty sure that that door is made of rocks. You're not a hundred percent positive. <laughs> yeah, but you feel like there's a good chance. Hey guys, I think this door is made of rock. Somebody else should look and see if it's trapped. An honor to be your associate. Um, I'll look. I I couldn't find anything. <laughs> nope, not trapped. Lessa, um, you looked at it and were, eh, I mean, you think it looks like a pretty good door seems, to you? Seems great to you. I like this door. I think we should go through it. Someone okay. want to take a try at levering it open? I will. I back away. All right, so roll and add. Um, you should hang, see on, hang the- on, hang on. I would like to stand where I can see through the door as it gets levered open <laughs> in case magical sure. missiles of some sort are required. Excellent. So you'll okay. be right in the path of uh, anything that comes out, in other words. All right, right. so you're, yeah. So, so Melek is going to stand there in the, in the doorway while Rizman attempts to lever it open. And does not really succeed. She's right, pushing I'll, I'll, pretty hard. Someone should give I'll, her a hand. I'll try to open yeah. it. Peter, that's much better. You managed to uh, sort of use the sword as a crowbar. And it groans and you strain mightily against it. And you get it to open just far enough that you think you guys could sort of slip through. But it may close behind you. Or on you. Are there any like big rocks or something that I could use to prop it open to ma- so maybe it doesn't do that? There are some rocks around. You think you could probably get one wedged in that opening, and it should should keep it open just in case you decide to return this way. Okay, I'm going to do that. All right. So uh, I just I'd like to say right now that I'm attempting to keep some sort of crude map so we know how to get back to where we are. Okay, sounds like a good idea. Amazing. Um. All right. So you venture through this doorway, following, I presume, the trail of blood that yes as always follow the trail of blood <laughs> why would right. we um and i believe rizwin you have a torchlet is that correct i do have a torchlet and i'm also keeping an eye out for anything that might look like a trap all right well we use we use what's called your passive perception for that okay it's on your sheet all right so let us my passive perception a, yep I only that's see your perception when you're just walking around okay. all right so this map probably looks pretty dark <laughs> north uh, through this secret passage tunnel uh, perhaps a, a tunnel that not very many adventurers had traveled uh, in the in the halls of Undermountain it's dark, it's a little cramped it's completely unlit so it's good that you brought a torch and you're following what appears to be a pretty hardy uh, trail of blood uh, that's leading through the passageway uh, there are occasional uh, twists and turns and a couple uh, places uh, where, the, where there are uh, oh, side on. paths but you decide to stick with the uh, the path of blood that you follow in the dark, <laughs> evil dungeon. <laughs> if it gets too dark, I could make something glow. I mean, it's never Ooh, too dark. Magically. I love it when you do that. It's great. <laughs> All right, I would slow down as you approach that, yeah. that intersection there. There's uh, dudes there. And, and so you arrive at a T-intersection um, after following the uh, the trails of blood uh, for, for quite a while. Um the little passageway you're at uh, arrives at a slightly larger hallway um, that is flanked by mit- by rows of statues. Uh, the statues seem to depict armed warriors carrying longbows or crossbows, uh, but they it, it's hard to see much more than that from here. Uh, and strangely, you can see ahead of you, uh, the path of blood splits with some blood going off to the east and some blood going off to the west. I think I can see it going into some kind of doorway over to the left. One blood goes this way, one blood goes the other. So what? <laughs> Which way do you guys want to go? What's the deal with these things here? Are these these yeah. statues? They guys? appear to be statues, uh, as uh-huh. he said, of warriors. 
Uh, the features, on the, as you kind of peer at them, Peter, um, their features are kind of chipped off. It looks like at one point they might have had plaques with names, but those have been you know, defaced by vandals or by, by time. And as you're kind of inspecting that, something exciting happens. God. I'm going to ask each of you to click on I your doubt, character doubt. and then click the initiative macro, please. Uh-oh. Here we go. Pat was not very prepared. <laughs> Neither was Rosewyn. Too busy staring at statues. I think we are missing Steve. <laughs> oh, man. Was- All right. Let me... Uh, Save the best for last. Ooh. There we go. All right. So, Peter, you're standing in the hallway. Um, could you tell me what your passive perception is, please? Where would I find that? It is in the bottom left of the front page of your character sheet. 13. Plus one. 13 is pretty good. Mine's um, 15. What am I doing? Oh, they're whispering. They're secret secret, secret DM talk. <laughs> secret DM that's, talk. That's the back channel right there. We're, so, de- we're determining how screwed you guys are. <laughs> on a scale okay. of one to screwed. So, Peter, as you're standing there, you see uh, a statue. You think what looks like, it kind of looks like it shifts. And then before you know what's happening, a crossbow bolt shoots out at you. Shit. That's great. And we're going to see exactly why am I not surprised. Does. Not at all surprised. What is your, your armor class? 21. Ah, so a crossbow bolt shoots out at you and twangs into the rock Whoop. right above your shoulder. Yikes. You seem startled by that. <laughs> yeah. Did you well, have to see which direction that bolt came from? It was from, well, one of these guys shifted. It should be whatever the bolt is pointing at now. That's a good point. You could roll perception to see if you could determine. I will do that. And it's not, I'm not very perceptive. You get an A. You got no idea where that came from. There's a lot of statues. More statues than Peter has ever seen in one place before. Except the (laughs) art museum that my dad took me to when I was a kid. But other than that, no. This is second to that. Um, So, given that you were just shot at with a crossbow bolt, would you like to do something? We have now entered... A combat encounter, for those of you who are less familiar with 4th uh, edition, we'll explain a little bit about how this works. Um, we're going to go through on initiative order. Each of you will get a turn. On your turn, you get three actions. You get a standard action, a move action, and a minor action. They go in a hierarchy like that, and each one can be traded down for an, like any action that's below it. So if you want to take two move actions, you can trade your standard action for a move action. You will have two move actions and a minor. Alternatively, you could have three minor actions. You can also take a number of free actions on your turn, which might be things like a perception check, such as Peter just made. Um, If you consult your character sheets, you'll see a variety of powers and items you might have that will confer upon you some, uh, that lets you do some action. They should each be noted with standard move or minor. If you have any questions, please feel free to ask. All right, Peter, it's your turn. Do I know which one uh, moved that I saw a a slight shift? It was kind of out of the corner of your eye. So you're not entirely sure. And when you kind of you know, whipped your head around to look where that crossbow bolt came from, you see a lot of statues that look kind of the same to you. You would say that probably most of your energies were focused on not getting hit by the crossbow bolt and not necessarily detecting where it came from. You feel okay about that choice. All right. Um, well, I know what Carlos would do. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos is dead now. There is only Peter. Yeah. Your associates will wait for you to declare what we're doing. Yes, thanks, associates. Well, this seems as CEO of Dragonforge Industries. It's your your job. (laughs) This seems bad. This seems bad. Um, Yeah, should should we duck back in the hallway and see what happens, or what do you think, guys? I'm still in the hallway, so you do what you like. (laughs) Well, actually, I mean, I this is I'm gonna I'm gonna step out into the hallway. All right. Um, So. As you close with that uh, statue to the above right of you, um, something happens. (laughs) Let's talk about what happens. Uh, As you step near that that statue, uh, Dan, can you indicate which statue this is is doing? He did. The the base of that statue uh, shifts a little bit. Not the statue itself, but jutting out of the base of the statue are what you would probably call extremely large blades. That are going in the direction of your feet, shins, and knees. 
So, uh, Dan, can you roll an attack for the pedestal blades that are trying to <laughs> cut off Peter's feet? I will certainly do so. That is an eight versus your reflex. Eight versus reflex, Peter. Misses. All right, so you, you jumbly over the blades. Um, however, you still take some damage uh, as you land on one of the other blades uh, because these do damage on a miss. Dan, can you roll me uh, some half damage? I certainly can. All right, let's do two. So you take eight damage. Eight damage. You realize it could have been a lot worse because presumably there's something larger than half damage. Also, you feel like perhaps <laughs> if you had if you had not really done that right, you might have fallen prone. So uh, you you've moved forward. The base of a statue has flailed giant blades at you. Uh, I believe you probably still have some squares of movement, and you could also uh, potentially do a standard or a minor action or a variety of free actions. But currently, you've been stabbed by a statue. How's that feel? Uh, by by the base of a statue. Yeah, it makes me never want to go to an art museum again. You notice that you you did pass by another statue that didn't um, attack you with its base. You also notice that when you went to that art museum, none of the statues attacked you. Yeah. This seems different. <laughs> this seems... <laughs> in I... your in your in your experience adventuring technical lingo, you would call this bad. Can I can I take a whack at the uh, at the at the blades? Try to try to damage them or destroy them in some way. You're certainly uh, welcome to try and smash a statue. Uh, statues are made out of stone, um, usually, perhaps even or or other uh, relatively sturdy materials. So you know that that is one approach to dealing with a statue that hurt you. Yeah, I'm thinking of. You the, could also write a base. poem about it. There's really a lot of a lot of directions you could go in here without um, you're going to navigate this situation in life. I am going to do this. Good All right, call. step back, re- retreated into back into the hallway, and going, Excellent guys. Choice. That Wise statue, move. the first statue on the other side to the right, has like crazy buzzsaw things in it. Oh dear! I'll watch out for it. And they didn't cut me, but then I landed on one, and that hurt me, and it's really bad. Any any ideas? Um, panic. It sounds like going that way. Does anybody does not, have a jackhammer? It's not good. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna... Is it a trap? Well, I guess it's. Melt. I have a question about one of my spells. Please. Um, it's called hypnotism, it's, but it, it contains the power of sliding targets up to three squares. Historically, am I able to hypnotize statue? statues? Neither, neither historically nor in the future. Are you able right. to hypnotize statues? <laughs> you suspect that that would not have a lot of effect on a statue. Yeah, a lot I don't of my know. cool attacks involve, like, beguiling people. Yeah, you feel like that's not great on furniture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Melek did me. in that basement. He Possibly yeah. he was experimenting with beguiling furniture. Monty, clearly there is there is ripe room here for what they could really work on in D&D 6th edition. That, we'll get that, <laughs> get that beguiling furniture. We'll get it down cold. All right, so um, before we uh, move to Melek's term, something... Happens, of course. <laughs> Ooh. Oh dear! So Rizwin's standing out there next to some statues, and a crossbow bolt fires out at her. It's one of those days. Damn it! So I should probably. Did we happen to figure out where it came from this time? Uh, in fact, more than one. Great. <laughs> Two seem to fire out at her. So the, let's do them in order. Number one. Uh, that was a miss. One of them whizzes by your head. It's close. You feel the breeze walk. Good thing I'm short. It, apparently, these were not calibrated for dwarfs. <laughs> yes. uh, another one fires out at you. What is your AC? 17. This hits you. So Ow. I crossbolt bolt. Nicks off your armor. You're going to take some damage. Uh, to the tune of... 16 damage. What? Oh, dear. So you get you get hit hard in the yeah, shoulder that one, with that bot. It's almost like you were looking at the one that went past you, and you just got plugged solidly Ow. in the torso with the other one. You feel like you don't want that to happen again. No. I mean, Ow. I don't want to, like, make decisions for your character, but I'm guessing you didn't like that. No, All right. I'm not a big f- I, I'm not into that. So, guys, when you said this was going to be a short adventure, you meant you were just going to take us down here, kill us, and then call back Scott <laughs> the, McNulty? We call that the Scott McNulty philosophy, yeah. yeah. I don't even like goblins. I just like statues. That'll get them. 
Great. There's a reason that in the many campaigns that Tony runs, all of our players are afraid of statues constantly. <laughs> Whenever they walk into a room with statues, they all automatically start to attack them whether or not they're So basically, he's like every GM I've ever had. <laughs> yep. yep. So at least they're not sending type. us back in time. So <laughs> Yet. Yet. There's much time to come to that. Do they have wings? Are they creepy? <laughs> they are not they are not winged from what you can tell. Okay. Melech, it is your turn. What would you like to do? I would first like to move to here. Excellent choice. And now I would like to employ the at will standard action of magic missile. Excellent. And what would you like to target with your magic missile? I would like to shoot that uh statue that was Attacking our brave leader with foot blades or base blades or however All right, blades so work. you're going to fire a magic missile at this guy here. All right, and as I believe that is an auto hit. It is. Would you, you tell you're me so how good much, at magic missile you cannot miss? How much damage it does? It's weird that the name is magic missile. It should be Hiddle, don't you think? <laughs> mm. Mm. Steve's not a wizard. It says two plus int modifier force damage, which is seven. Seven damage. Excellent. Pew. Okay, so you shoot off a magic bolt of energy at that crossbow. It seems to uh, do some damage to it, but you can't tell whether or not you've actually successfully destroyed it. Understood. It's, I feel um, like it'll, eventually it'll do something. You have moved and used a standard action. Do you have a minor action or a free action you would like to do? No, thank you. All right. So we'll move on to Flessa. Okay. Um, well, I just saw Malik attack something, and he's boss, so pew, pew. <laughs> I'm going to All right. uh, follow his lead. And so I want to move to... I don't want to get too close to it, so I'm just going to go up behind him. And let's see, what is the range on Sly That is definitely flourish? within range of a Sly Flourish. Okay, excellent. Currently, our party is courageously cowering in the entrance of the hallway. I'd like to point out, <laughs> yep. this is a rather big hallway. I made a whole map. Feel free to use it. <laughs> but there might be things that eat us. I am going to huck one of my uh, my five daggers at the same one that Melek attacked. All right, so you hurl a dagger at it, and you nail it perfectly. Tell me about damage. Eight. Eight damage. All right. Nice. So as you hurl that dagger into it, you notice that that crossbow seems to get knocked down to the floor, and you suspect that that trap may not work. I knocked something down. Good job. <laughs> we'll be knocking many things down. Yay! Oh boy. I think you. So, so you moved and you standard. You probably still have a minor or free action. I, I have a minor, but I, I don't really. We will move on to, to. Rizwin. No. You're standing out in front there. You've been shot by a crossbow bolt. But you have seen your companions bravely try to disable one of the statues. You suspect, since one crossbow bolt missed you, there might be more. You'd also notice that you took a decent amount of damage. You're what's called bloodied, uh, which is below half of your health. So, you know, if one crossbow bolt did that to you, you could figure out what two crossbow bolts would do. That's very true. What is this healing surge thing that I have? Can I use it to, like, So. Yeah, so here's how it works. You have a finite number of healing surges per day. So you should see on your sheet, it tells you a quantity of healing surges you have, as well as how much each of those healing surges is worth in hit points. Roughly speaking, a healing surge is about a quarter of your hit points. So you can use on your own turn what's called a second wind, which for most people is a standard action, but you are a dwarf. So for you, it is only a minor action. You'll see a power card for that on your sheet. That's good. In addition, you have, as the cleric, you have uh, healing powers that let yourself or other people spend healing surges without requiring that standard action. Well, that's good. Um, It will usually also confer some sort of bonus. I think I'm going to cast a shield. Can I uh, cast a shield of faith on everybody? Shield of faith. You probably can. Oh, that's a minor Um, action. Uh, yeah. It, it, so as a uh, minor action, yep. That's so. That's what's called a daily. Um, let's keep in mind that also means that once you use what's a daily, uh, you only get it back once you've done an extended rest, which is like a six-hour sleep. Oh, okay. So as opposed to encounters powers, which are encounter, which recharge basically when you take a short like five-minute rest at the end of any given encounter. Okay. And then you have your at-will um, powers, which you can use as much as you want. Okay. Well, uh, 
Do I have any idea where the second crossbow bolt came from? Um, I would say that you could make a perception roll and see if you could divine that. What is my perception again? Passive perception is 15. Regular perception is plus 5. Yep, so you'd use a d20 plus 5. kind of an action is that going to take up? That is a free action. Ooh, it's a freebie. Yep. I encourage you to use both of your eyes. Do it five times. (laughs) Which one hit me? All right, so you rolled a 19. That's pretty good. You are pretty sure that the one that hit you was not, in fact, the one in front of you, but rather this guy off to the left there. Ah, that jerk. What a jerk. I know. So apparently I have... How can I have a ranged attack if I'm unarmed for ranged attacks? So you have what's called an implement. In this case, it's a holy symbol, and you channel your divine faith through a holy symbol, and you sort of shoot fire off at somebody. I see. Okay, well... uh, Clerics call it sweet. (laughs) Well, I will use my sweet power then, and be like, you unholy thing, die a horrible death. All right, so are you using, this is your sacred flame, I believe? Yes. All right, so if you look at the top of that card, it should list holy symbol, and it gives you the stats for making this roll with your holy symbol. Yes, plus six versus reflex, and then 1d6 plus four damage. All right, yeah, so give me a d20 roll plus that bonus. You suspect that, what you know, different attacks target different things. Uh, for example, armor class would usually refer to kind of how tough something is. A statue probably has a pretty good armor class. A statue probably has a pretty lousy reflex. Yeah. Okay, uh, I, rolled don't a 20, I rolled a 23. You nail that statue. You do. Tell me about okay, damage. Yeah. All right, 1d6 plus 4. 9 damage. All right, so 9 damage to hmm. that statue. You um, you don't think necessarily that that, that crossbow is entirely disabled. Okay, uh, I'm going to... I haven't moved yet. I'm going to move back right here, and then I'm going to heal myself or use all, all right. my healing surges. All right, so um, you're just get, are you going to use your your uh, second wind? Uh-huh. Okay, so you uh, you can only use your second wind once per encounter. Um, note that in addition to giving yourself some hit points back, so one surge value of hit points you get back, you lose a surge, right? So you're down one surge. Mm-hmm. Um, you also get a bonus when you use your second wind. You get plus two to all of your defenses for the next round, basically. Okay. So you're harder um. to hit. You're sort of stealing yourself. Great. Where do I find my surge value? It should be right underneath your hit points. Oh, okay. I said that's seven. So I get seven hit points back. All right. All right. Well, I'm less damaged now. All right. So you have used a standard action, a move, and a minor, and I believe even a free action. Do you have any other free actions you would like to do? Um, any free actions? No, sadly. All right. We will move on to Cat. Okay. So, as this is my first time playing a druid, um, I don't think I'm going to turn into a beast because I feel like going oh, close. Edge. Beasts and, and giant statues that throw cross bolts may be not the best of ideas. Um, so, I'm going to come up. Let's see. I guess this is the closest I can get, yeah? I mean, you can go through your friends. You're allowed to move through their spaces. But I'd have, to, I'd have to stop space. there. Um. So here I can see those five statues, those sort more or less. Yeah, I, I can't tell exactly what you can see, but I believe that sort of those top three and then a couple flanking, right? Okay. You can see these guys. Um, yeah. So I guess what I'll do, yeah, I'm going to try Grasping Tide. Um, okay. Yeah. A vortex of water appears amidst your foes, drawing them into its grasp. I mean, water chips away at stone. It seems reasonable. Yes, so. if you have several thousand years, you can probably do a great deal of damage. <laughs> so there. I'm going to drop that right there. Okay. Um, Dragonforge and Associates is built on the erosion strategy. <laughs> so uh, that's a burst one. So in theory, I think it hits this guy, this guy, and this guy with I guess there's no cover involved in a burst, right? Because if a burst is coming here... Nope. Yeah. So the burst is right in between them? Yeah, the burst is right in the center. All right. It's those three. All right, so dude number one. This is uh, plus seven versus fortitude. Let's see what that looks like. Rolling. 
That one looks potentially promising. I rolled a 17 plus 7. All right. Yes. So, so that probably hits a statue. Okay. Um, we're going to try it again for statue number 2. That's an 11. Probably not so much. Yeah, what is this versus again? Standing uh, this is versus fortitude. Okay. Fortitude. You suspect that statues might be more fortitudinous than they are reflexive. Yes. So the other one was a 23. Okay. That sounds like it probably would hit a statue as well. Okay. So these two statues. Um, can you see the clicks? I can. If you hold down, I see your little bloop. Yep. Yeah, the green. All right. Those two statues are going to take... They're each going to take... 11 damage. What what type Um, of damage is that, Cat? That is 11 um, primal? I'm I'm not really sure. If it doesn't say anything, it's just untyped damage. It's just untyped damage. Yep. Yep. So they each take 11 untyped damage. um, And though I doubt the statues will move, if they move the area, if they leave the area of effect, um, I get to make a secondary attack on them. You suspect they're unlikely to leave of their own volition. Yes, seem- I'm, I'm suspecting that the statues won't actually move. But in the event that for some reason they move. Even to your can- untrained archaeological eye, it feels like they've been there for a long time. Yeah, so to Noted. to bring people up to date, you have disabled one crossbow. You have identified a second crossbow. Um, Cat has attacked some statues that may or may not have crossbows. You're not really sure. You haven't done the research on that. <laughs> so Death to all statues. Yeah. I, I'm just assuming that all the statues should go away. That maybe, but maybe that was a bad idea. And that's more of an art choice than a tactical choice. There are a lot of statues. You feel like if you're going to smash all the statues, you're going to be here for a while. Perhaps you should have brought snacks. Mm, snacks. Yes. That is probably true. Uh, oh, well. But you still have you still have some actions left. If you would like to perform any other actions in terms of free actions, sure. Um, well, I guess I can look for more crossbows. Sure. Um, so where where have we figured out the crossbows are right now? So far, you've there's, identified there's one. This one over here. That yep, one. A there. broken one there, and one over where Rizwin just clicked. One right there. Uh, rats. Um, okay. Then um, I guess I'll check and see if any of the. Uh, I'll check and see if the this statue has a crossbow or this statue has a crossbow. All right. Can you roll perception for me? Yeah. Perception. I am pretty good at perception. That's exciting. Perceive. Uh, it would help if I entered the command properly. I got a 17. Right. You strongly suspect, so you looked at this one, correct? Yep. They used to strongly suspect that does not have an actual working crossbow, and rather it has a what is colloquially known as a stone non-functional bow. Rats. Decorative. That sounds very <laughs> colloquial. But it, yeah. but it um, could have blades. Uh, it could have blades. It, yes, and you, you, that one as well, you're fairly confident, probably does not have a firing, working, actual bow. Mm. Yes, you're not sure about blades, but you're pretty sure, sure about, about blades. You're pretty sure about that bow. All right, well, I think, let's see, who's going next? Me. All right, well, I think I will try a knack for success as my minor action. Okay. Which that will give you, uh, Ostrand, that will give you a plus four power bonus to your next skill check made before the end of your turn. So hopefully that will make it super easy to figure out whether someone or not has a crossbow. Sounds like a good choice. All right, Kat, are you all set? I am all set. All right, Ostrand, what is your, what would you like to do? Um, (laughs) Yeah, so if I come cruising up here with a move. Mm Mm-hmm. Do I have partial cover from that statue from the crossbow firing dude? I would say yes. Okay. So I'm going to do that, and I'm going to take a uh, a shot with my All right. bow All right. at the crossbow dude, one that we uh, do know has a crossbow. Okay. Uh, and unfortunately, I don't have anywhere to go afterwards, so I'm just going to have to stand out there exposed. So uh, just a... Ooh, boy, options, options, options. I think I'm just going to do a regular old ranged basic. Now, I have a master-at-arms feat, 
which gives me a plus one to attack rolls. Is that, that is factored in? It is factored in. I might okay. also guess you do also, just so you know, you have a twin strike option, which lets you shoot two arrows. But not yeah, two. but I get a definite plus four on this, and I don't for Indeed, that. that is true. That is your trade-off. So, um... Uh, and I will say that if, in this case, right. Wait, I think you are... All, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, in this case, your prime shot might come into play, since I believe you are closer to that target than any of your friends. So you, you will get an additional plus one. True. Love that. All right. So before, actually, before I fire off a shot, I'm going to take a perception check on that guy there. Okay. Give me that roll. So that's roll D20 plus 11 plus five. Is that what I got from? Uh, I, think, I think four from Cat. So, wow. <laughs> you rolled a you rolled a one, but <laughs> you know what? Cat was sort of pointing you in the right direction. Woo-hoo! And so you do get a pretty good view at it, and you're pretty sure that that is not trapped. Okay. At least with a crossbow. You're not sure again about the blades. You don't Other really know. Other people aren't so sure about your sureness, but, but you you're seem sure. you seem pretty certain. Yeah, you're hundred percent. All right. Well, as long as I'm here and as long as these actions are free, I might take a look at this guy way over here, if unless yeah, somebody already right. has. Well, all right, roll that. So I think you uh, you lose the plus four on that one, but you still got your Ooh. plus eleven. Wow, that right, is uh, all right. You, you are you are eagle eyed, and you take a look at that guy, and you think he too is untrapped. All right, so it's down to this guy at the moment. Oh, nope, makes... it's this one over here. This guy. Oh, it's that guy way over there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm gonna. Uh, do we know anything about this guy yet? Uh, I mean, his name's Bob. He likes long walks on the beach. <laughs> has, anybody, has anybody shoot him? His By all means, the sculptor was not the best. So far, you have not attempted to use much in the way of conversation on the statues. Would you care to roll? I better roll one, one more perception check because right. I'm out here and I might. I well. built the. I built this map. Each of these statues has a fascinating backstory. <laughs> That's great. Have you tried reasoning? Another, another, another one fail. for the elf. I'm going to um, start rolling my own dice. Sadly, you are not sure about that one. All right, not sure about that one. All right, so I'm going to take a shot at the one guy that I do know about. All right. My regular ranged basic, which is a D20 plus 8 versus AC plus 1 for my prime target. Right. And uh, it's a 17 versus AC. A 17 versus AC will, I believe, hit a statue. Beautiful. So damage is 1D10 plus 4. Which is a nine. All right, so nine damage to that statue, and that statue topples. Beauty. Whoa! I helped. Nicely done. <laughs> Together two as a team, you destroyed at least two precious works of art. <laughs> well, we're Ray. just getting started. I only destroyed yeah. a crossbow, not the whole statue. Olastron <laughs> is an overachiever, yeah. and I did it with a wooden arrow. What do you think of that? All right, so you have moved, you've attacked, you have done some perception checks. I think you may still have a minor action. Yeah, I don't have anything much I can do with it, though. Okay. So I'm just going gonna, gonna to hang out for that minor. All right. So we are back around to the top of the order with Peter. So what's the status here? We've got the known crossbows have been knocked out. We know that there's been seven damage to the saw, but do we really have any idea if the buzz saw is really disabled? Is the saw sticking out still? Uh, no, you don't know. So it's a uh, you don't know about those blades. You're not sure. So here's my cha- my challenge: is I'm not much of a ranged attacker. Indeed. So I I can like throw rocks at people. It's not very. Useful. How is? May I make a suggestion? How is is your dungeoneering any good? It's a three. I suggest you might give that a roll and see what you come up let's, with. Let's roll some dungeoneering. Eight. <laughs> eight. Nice. You, you, you are not 100% confident, but you suspect that those blades might be what's called a trap. <laughs> <laughs> Our leader. Fearless leader. Well, I was the one who had the basement, guys. That was really the only reason. <laughs> Nobody else had So that's space. probably not going to help you too much about knowing anything else about that trap, unfortunately. You know that most traps are bad. Yeah, that's some good knowledge. Uh, well, as the as the designated taker of damage, I'm going to um, step out into the hallway again, 
but not all the way over to where the buzzsaw is. Okay. You you choose not to step into the place at which your shins got murdered. Yes. And, that's very wise. And uh, so that's just a couple squares. Anything happen? Nothing happens as you step out there, no. Any Nothing ob- you can see. Any observations I can make? Um, a lot of statues. There seem to be a lot of statues. Um, should we mark... Uh, if you would like, I don't know if any of you have the uh, option to do so, but you might mark the statues that you feel that you have at least eliminated the crossbows on. Mm-hmm. I already did that. Yeah, we Can got you guys one. not see not that? The, not the destroyed yeah, ones, it. but the ones that are that you've determined don't have crossbows. Oh, yeah. Safe, totally good safe, idea. safe statues, if you will. Or at least okay, non-crossbowy just... statues. Mm-hmm. Non-crossbowy, non-crossbowy. non-crossbowy. In, addition to the, in, in addition to the many statues, there are, you know, two trails of blood. There are several doors. Um, and the, the hallway, you know, to the uh, to the east ends in a set of double doors. Uh, it goes on quite some distance to the west, farther than you can make out uh, in the dark. Maybe we should head to the east because there will at least be fewer statues to check out that way. Are there fewer statues to the east? But we know there's at least one. Well, it's, it's a shorter hallway. So. Well, the, pro- the problem is the buzzsaw statue is, is also to the east. Well, we'll take care of that. Can I, can I try to go past the buzzsaw statue while trying to avoid any buzzing i mean you can tell me where you move and i will tell you whether or not there's buzzing well is there room between the statue and the wall he could just sidle behind this one on the south wall here not really they're pretty attached to the wall like they're kind of over the statue could he climb over the the head of the statue like all the way i could do that If we push over a statue, will they all fall domino style? Like in <laughs> they trouble seem to be. China? A, it's a good thought, but they seem to be about five foot, a, five feet apart each. And you suspect that tipping it over wouldn't be quite enough to tip the next one over. Mm. The designers seem to have thought of what are called dominoes here. Yeah, <laughs> this is clearly fine dwarven engineering at its best. Well, oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over here. Oh, the blades. All right, so as you step next to that statue, blades indeed do come shooting out <laughs> because that seems to be yep. the most apparandi of those. And they are coming versus your reflex. 17 versus reflex. That is a hit. All right, let me tell you what happens when you get hit. You're going to take some damage. Guys, I'm having flashbacks. Uh, to the tune of... Well, right. this is why the podcast is called Party Gets Slightly Injured But Nothing Overall Bad 17 happens. damage <laughs> for Peter. Also, you are knocked prone. Not so good for you. So your leader is currently lying in a pool of his own blood at the uh, feet of a statue. A statue you I... thought you'd killed. Uh, well, that's, it's rats. trapped. But on the upside, it doesn't seem to be shooting him. Okay, I I, I, still, I still have a I still have a a, a couple actions here. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So, uh, what would you like to do? Well, can I can I strike at the blades while prone, or do I need to get up? The blades have disappeared back into the base of the statue. It seems like though you were quite easy, you know, you were able to t- uh, take care of the crossbows uh, pretty quickly. Uh, dealing with the blades is going to be substantially harder. Uh, you could choose to avoid them or simply take damage as you move next to them, but it might require someone, you know, with a little bit more of a, a, a dexterous theory yes, kind than, of than me. bent to uh, to disable them. So I don't know what, what Peter's what, uh, background what are, is, but probably he's really bad at thievery. He's really bad at thievery. What, what, uh, what do I have to do to stand up? That'll be a move action. Yep. All right, and I, I've got a minor and a standard. You can also crawl. Can I, can I crawl over here? <laughs> Away from yeah, the blades. Absolutely. To the other absolutely. trap. Possibly. As you move into that space, you question why you ever came down here to be. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I was doing it long before. Um All right. this time you question it out loud. And, and and I stand. Uh you don't have that I believe that many actions because you moved next to the statue and then yes. you use your standard action to crawl away from it. So you have a minor left, basically. You could probably wet yourself with that minor. You've used two moves instead of a standard and a move. Oh, I can't use a move instead of a minor? No. That's minors at the bottom of the list. Ah, uh, rules suck. Um, <laughs> but you do have still free actions if you would care to investigate any of these other statues. Uh, what can I see? I, I'm, not, I'm having trouble seeing further down the hallway. I'm not getting any vision down the hallway. Maybe because, I, because, because Rizwin is holding the torch. Oh, because of the light. <laughs> 
As you find yourself nestled between two statues, bleeding to death, you wish it was a little bit brighter in here. I do. In the dark. We would let you light a torch as a minor action, right? I let, I'm letting light torches a free action. I'm uh, generous oh, like that. All right, okay. I'm going to light a torch. All right, let me light a torch for you. I've always had a torch for you, Peter. I know, I know. <laughs> GM, I Still know. carrying it. Oy, well, don't kill him yet, then. All right, so you light a torch. Oh, boy, you're more, looking down. More statues. Guess what? More statues. Um, would you care to make any perception checks? Uh, or any other sort of free can, actions? Can... can, can uh, no, can I can I heal as a minor? Or is that uh, standard? It is a I standard to take your second wind. You would need uh, probably Rizwin's help on her turn to heal you. Yeah. I can do that. Unless you wanted to use an action point. You could use an action point. Erica is correct. Um, if you're badly off, it might be worth it. There, there may be more crossbows down there that you just <laughs> lit up. This is true. Should I be seeing more things down the corridor, or is it because I'm in the... You are around the corner, so you cannot right. see yeah. them as well. That makes sense. When you move around that corner, I think you will have a better view, because you will gain the benefit of Peter's torch. Okay, I I am going to... So I still have a minor, but uh, yeah, I'll take an action point, and I will um, do a healing surge. All right. Um, something that is relevant to the rest of you, which I will say I don't think it has come into play yet... But as we have, uh, I mentioned Kat and Olestrand both give the party bonuses. Peter also gives the party a bonus. As long as you, he is carrying a shield, he gives a plus one AC bonus, um, shield bonus to all of you. Does that work if he's dead? Uh, not as well. Not Rats. as well. Um, so all of you effectively have an AC that is one higher than what is listed on your sheet. Keep that in mind. Sorry, that makes it a little complicated, but it's a pretty good bonus. Okay, so, so should I, the crossbow have hit me or not? I think it was not. In, it was not within one. <laughs> All right, so now I I I've taken healing surge. Can I stand up? Uh, no, because you still used, you used your action to get take a healing surge. Correct? All right, I'm just I'm just gonna sit here. Um, <laughs> again, the the load wall. Off. Oh no, I got the torch. Now. Oh, you got so a torch. You're right. You'll sit yeah, there I'm and light. Just, I, also, technically, you are standing. Right? Or no, you didn't. No, you, you he did ran. not stand up. You he did not have the actions. You think of someday standing. Yes, I, I, uh, so that's where I am, is I'm leaning against the wall, bleeding, and uh, questioning my, my choices. And I'm done. All right. Sounds like a typical Saturday. Yep. <laughs> Another day in the pit. <laughs> hey, we're still in the corridor. Stay tuned next time to see if we can dispatch these nasty statues and maybe see somebody who's animate. Thanks for listening to Total Party Kill. 